Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's going on? Glorious Monday, y'all. 26th? Say the 26th? 26th of July. Yeah. Look, mama, we made it. Just off the plane. Just landed a little while ago (laughs) from Vegas. Nothing stops us. Shout out to Vegas. Good time out there. Shout out to... Usher, Whew. the king, put on an perf- amazing performance. The king. Uh, always an honor to witness greatness. Shout out to Frenchie. Shout out to French Montana. <laughs> Shout out to Frenchie. Uptown boys, nothing lava. <sighs> Don't block your blessings. Yeah. Shout out to Frenchie. Shout out to Chris Gotti. My brother Chris pulled up on us. Gotti, a good dude. How y'all doing? Y'all should have stayed in Vegas. (laughs) All that Monday travel. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, we had a seven o'clock in the morning flight. No, four in the morning. Oh, four. Well, yeah. No, no, seven. seven. Yeah, we we woke up at four. Yeah. Got to the airport like a little two hours in advance. And now we're here. I was just telling Shaggy. Yeah, we were driving back. Yeah, man. How you doing though, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all look like y'all had a ball. I've been having a blast for Xander, but um, when August come, I'm ready to travel and have some fun. So Mike looked like he was having a blast. MG looked like he was having a blast. I had fun. I can't lie. I can't lie. I was like, damn, I wish I was there. Yeah. yeah, You know, as soon as, as soon as you could um, get, get, get back on the road, we had. Yeah. If I could sneak my baby in, I would, cause he he put me to (laughs) Xander and hang out to 430. But you know, August we have a lot of fun. Nah, that's yeah. all. I, I said this was a, one of the wildest seven days that I've probably experienced. Last week we were literally setting up in Kingston to do Market Mondays, and this Monday we're in Vegas flying back in New York, to New York. So it's been an eventful seven days. It, it's all been documented, so uh, I can't wait to show you all the things we've been up to. It's been pretty legendary, to say the least. To say the least, putting on the show. Yeah, man. But um, it's good to be back. It's going to be back home. Um, and, uh, you know, Market Mondays, couldn't miss it for the world. So we're going to get this going. Before we start, we just want to let you know what we got going on this week. Shout out to my boy Stick Watts. Um, Legend. 
super solid dude. Uh, he's he's a I don't even want to call him a community activist. He's just a just a super solid dude from L.A. Watts, California, that specifically done a tremendous job in his community. Helped to bring basketball courts to his community. Helped to um, put a gym inside of uh, the U. Shout out to Principal Ra. Mm-hmm. Um, has worked with all the major sports teams in L.A. Um, and then he was on the musical side at first, uh, really responsible for helping Iggy Azalea get off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's one of these things that, um, you know, he, like so many other people, they don't get enough recognition sometimes. So from time to time, we like to do a hometown heroes edition of, uh, the, the podcast. So he was a perfect fit for the hometown hero situation. So we interviewed him and he's going to talk about all of his activism and how he was able to get funding for the community. Uh, his musical work. We talked about, um, masters. We talked about, um, publishing. We talked about a bunch of stuff. So that's out tomorrow. Shout out, yeah. shout out that's to the important board. convo. Yeah. 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 And then we actually got to see it in, in action. Like we went to do a, an event with him, uh, right in Watts. Uh, so he gave us a historical tour uh, of Watts, and uh, he took us to the, the Sydney Dean, uh, the scene from White Man Can't Jump, where, <laughs> where they where they had to run and hop over the train. So it was incredible, man. He showed us the landscape, and um, every time he drove and stopped, somebody recognized him because of the work he's been doing in this community, putting farms in this community, uplifting schools. He refurnished that gym, like you said, um, which was the home of the original Drew League. If if you know Ball, you know the Drew League is a huge league in L.A., so you've heard of that. Uh, he's put a Planet – he had Planet Fitness put a gym inside his, the school. Like, this That's is – insane. He's an incredible dude, man. Just a day – a solid, solid brother, man. So shout, shout out to Sticks. Yeah, and so that's coming out tomorrow. And then Wednesday we got Open Enrollment, um, which is on YouTube, and that is uh, – uh, government contracting. Yeah. Shout out to Shakira. She's going to talk about government contracting. We actually did we did this last year, but um, that was during the pandemic. So I thought it would be a good time to kind of refresh that conversation. So government contracting is for anybody, not just for people that, you know, you'd be surprised how many contracts the government gives mm-hmm. from food vendors to clothes to construction to HVAC to all kinds of stuff. So if you're an entrepreneur or if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, this is something that you definitely want to check out. And that is at Wednesday at eight o'clock. And and from a stock standpoint too, there's a lot of company, government companies uh, contract. We talked about Boeing, obviously with their government contract and Raytheon Technologies. There's a lot of companies that you could be looking to invest in. So we we learned a lot from that. Yeah. And then also, don't forget InvestFest. InvestFest <laughs> going to be a legendary situation. <laughs> we got Ian Dunlap. We got Wall Street Trapper. We got John Henry. We got Fabulous. Um, man, we got Jimmy. MG, the mortgage guy. Yeah, we, we got uh, 19 Keys. We got um, Ronnie Brown. Yeah, we you know, we're not going to let it out. We, we got, we, yeah. We, we, yeah, we ain't going to yeah, let it out. We got a big surprise. Yeah, that's yeah, coming. yeah. Surprises. We, we, the paperwork is in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of the vendors you'll be hearing back um, this week. Uh, and that's another thing. We're going to have 200 small vendors. We'll be hearing back from us this week to know if you were approved or not. Um, so get your tickets. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be the Coachella Financial Literacy. Uh, and it's going to be a monumental yeah. event in Atlanta from August 27th to August 29th. We'll be a- announcing more details. But literally everything from live podcasts to um, fireside chats to panel discussions, um, some of the sharpest names in business, 
um, going to give game. And even more important than that, you'll be there with thousands of people that you can network and build and connect with and, um, you know, grow, grow your inner circle. That's like one of the biggest things people like, well, nobody in my neighborhood or my family talks about investing. So this is an opportunity to meet like-minded people, grow, build each, build with each other and establish long lasting relationships. So it's something that we are really looking forward to. All the information is on investfest.com. Um, and yeah, be there uh, August 27th to August 29th. Yep, 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 yep. It's gonna be big. And all the vendors, like you said, we're gonna uh, get in contact with you this week. But if you're like kind of on the fence, don't play yourself, right? Like there's, there's 200 slots. I think we got like 150 in right now. So please, please don't hesitate. Don't play around. Like we just announced it last Monday, 150 slots going. Uh, so if you're intending on being there and being part of the marketplace, please, please reward yourself by coming. Yeah, for sure. So I guess we can get, oh yeah, and me and Troy will be teaching our, our EYL University group chat class on Saturday, Saturday since yeah, we, yeah, couldn't, yeah. we couldn't make it um, for last week. So, all right, we get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, first and foremost, man, this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by the good folks at Ally Financial, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally Financial is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter to you. Shout out to the good folks at Ally. Yeah, I love them dearly. You guys are amazing. Yeah, yeah, and shout out to our, our clubs too. I know we, we we highlight a lot of our clubs, but I'm just gonna run down a list really quickly of all our clubs in EYL University. We always talk about how many we got, man. I'm looking at this list, this is incredible. So shout out to all the clubs, the business club, uh, the cannabis club, the content creation club, Earners on the Chain, that's our crypto club. Shout out to my brother, Alistair. I think he's gonna be with us on Saturday as well. The EYLU Junior Club, uh, the Financial Wellness Club, the Health and Wellness Club, the International Earners United. Shout out to everybody that's part of that. Shout out to Scarlett, I know she's been doing that, and Jitali, who's gonna be helping out with the UK branch of that uh the legal team shout out to rosetta and everybody over there the mature earners 50 plus club the military earners united uh the political science club shout out to my brother arthur uh the real estate club the lady committee px to hand up and uh, the parenting lounge and wall street gossip group that's our stock market club so shout out to all the clubs man there's 17 different clubs inside of eyl university you can pick from any place that you're interested in, we're gonna have it covered for you. So shout out to all the leaders in there and uh, shout out to all the members that's part of it. And the cannabis club is, it's the business of cannabis. It's not like just people that smoke. For the record. For the record. Thanks for cleaning that up. Can we, can we do a disclaimer? Yeah, let's do it. Do your own research, y'all. First and foremost, our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Please. Do your own research. This is the message brought to you by the good folks at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, the master investor. We love y'all. There you have it. Ian, the floor is yours, brother. Let's make some magic. Troy, let me share and we'll get going. Let I got you. So much. I got you. It's on you. And so... <laughs> happy Monday, happy Monday. 
Let's do it again. Disclaimer, do not copy, remix, or reproduce any of my, my material without written permission or legal action will have to be taken. I love you guys so much. Um, join the world famous stock club. So if you want the greatest stocks and greatest entries on the planet, join us. Uh, you'll get the four best stocks for your retirement, the best growth stocks to invest in, the best places to get into the market called out by me. The two best places where to get into the market, additional entries from the algorithm Athena, 28 bonus picks on the year. And now we're switching to a format of a 60 minute call at 9 p.m. Central once a week on Monday nights after the show. If you have made money with Stock Club, put yes in chat. If you heard me call Bitcoin drop into 28,295 when it was in 50,000, put yes. Um, if you never want to guess again what to invest in long term, Stock Club is a program for you. August 1st through 3rd, um, my birthday is August 1st, so we're going to do the Stock Club flash sale then. It will be the last one for the year. There will not be one for Christmas. Uh, so August 1st through 3rd is the last flash sale of the year. Um, if you want to join the Red Panda Crypto Club with me and the Dream Team, um, you'll get the five safest cryptocurrencies to invest in. Uh, bonus call with me and the dream team for the first 500 people to join the three best prices of what to invest every month given out by us. Uh, we have some special bonuses coming out this month for you. Additional entries from the algorithm Athena and then three surprise bonus picks on the year and some of the best damn entries on the planet excluding nobody because nobody was talking about Bitcoin going to 28,000 before us. So if you want to know where to invest in crypto, uh, come join us. Red Panda Dream Team Private Trading Bootcamp will be coming soon. Trading After Dark will return in September. I miss you guys so much. The Stock Club call will be tonight, 9 p.m. Central on Zoom for Red Panda Stock Club members only and subscribe to my YouTube. So once we get to 100K uh, subscribers, subscribers are going to do a giveaway. So I'm going to give you three stocks that I love that I've never told you about. I'm going to give you an exclusive Stock Club sale. Um, one open house to live trade futures with us in the dream team, an invitation to, t uh, to a live taping of unfiltered, a breakdown of the top 100 NASDAQ stocks and the 25 that I love the most, a uh, full episodes of unfiltered, a secret indicator to use to buy stocks that I've never mentioned before here or anywhere else. And we're going to have a private party in LA, uh, for the red panda family. So once we hit hundred K, these are the things you guys will get. Thank you for supporting. And then Red Panda Real Estate is coming soon. Lastly, college athletes, I want to sponsor you. So if you haven't heard from me yet or the team, uh, or if you're an athlete or parent or friend or an agent of a NCAA um, Division One athlete, please email me, Ian, at joinredpanda.com, and then we can talk this week. I love you so much. The three other indicators to use with the Bender cycles to predict recessions, 99.98% .98 of the time will be on uh, TikTok tomorrow and the stock market secrets edition. Let's go. So I saw this great post from Michael Batnick. Um, kudos to Mike. I love you, Ben, Josh, dearly. Um, look, Microsoft's year-to-date market cap, so in one year, is $441 billion versus Walmart total market cap is 397 billion which i thought was incredible and if you look at like nvidia nvidia's market cap is a, a over 450 million jp morgan is right at 450 johnson and johnson is at 450 
amazing. The crazy part about this is that Microsoft's growth in one year matches JP Morgan's lifetime market cap and Johnson and Johnson's lifetime market cap. Please put in chat. Microsoft is one of the greatest stocks to invest in that dead season from when Barmer was CEO. It wasn't that much fun. But this goes to show you once you have great management, great team, great products, Azure is amazing. Um, I know a lot of people may not like Word or Office products, but the ecosystem that Microsoft has created has allowed them to hit one of the craziest market cap numbers in one year that I have ever seen. And this is a hard pill to swallow, but it has to be said, like you determine where you are in life up to this moment. So if you are enjoying the fruits of your labor and you love where you are, congrats, continue to do what you're doing and add to it. But if you do not like where you are presently, you have to make some changes. So your inconsistency, the lack of discipline, procrastination are three terrible traits that are holding you back from where you want to be mentally, physically, and financially. And for me, that's why I was like, okay, I have to do this 40 day liquid fast. And man, do I tell you some days I fantasize about food that I don't even eat or like. So I saw, I know some of you saw me post. I was like, man, I, I would love a, a zebra sandwich on a brioche bun with onions and barbecue. Sauce. <laughs> like your mind plays all these tricks on you. But I was talking to my brother last night and I was like, if most people can't even sacrifice not having food for seven days, when you can still get nourishment as babies do through liquid, um, uh, supplementation. Are most people capable of hitting two or three million dollars in a year if they say that that's what they truly want to do? If you aren't where you want to be right now, please focus on your consistency, your discipline and eliminate procrastination. And a lot of the things that are in your life that you don't want will certainly go away. Now, you know, I'm an I'm a Apple Avenger, Avenger for sure. Like and the crazy part, like I don't even love Apple products for the most part. The company and stock I love, right? But look at this. Apple makes enough money from their bond holdings to be a component in the S&P 500. So most companies, when they're holding bonds, it's like insurance, combination of mitigation and risk, and then also not to bleed down their capital. Kudos to Michael Batnick again for finding this. But the crazy part is that they make so much money that their bond portfolio alone is bigger than most companies. So when we're talking about moats or true competitive advantages that will last for a century or half of a century, this is one of them. So when you're doing your analysis and you're doing your verses of stocks and you're saying, hey, is this company is Neo better than Neo bond portfolio? Excuse me. Apple's bond portfolio outperforms what Neo is doing. That's before we even get to the main product line, before we get to AirPods, before we get to. So I know sometimes you guys are like, oh, you're always mentioning this company, but it goes to safety. And the truth is, like I knew what the growth of Apple and Microsoft would be. The true test on if you truly want to be free is if you're going to put your money into assets that are truly going to grow consistently. I say all that to say, if you have not put money into Apple and Microsoft this year, it's only because you're afraid of making money and you don't truly want to build generational wealth as much as you say that you do. When a company this dominant and has been this dominant for this long has a defensive fund of this large if you're not storing some of your money there and that cash value will not go away anytime soon, I think it's an absolute 
mistake that you'll be making. Um, Newsom speaks on climate change, and we talked about water. Let's look at this clip here. So any Northern California loves and appreciates the Folsom uh, Dam and the Folsom Lake. You come up here with your kids. I've got four kids nearby Sacramento uh, to enjoy all the recreational opportunities, but particularly the swimming. That's why we have a sign here that says kids don't float, just reminding them of how important it is to wear their life vests. Of course, we do that because, well, there's no lifeguards on duty. That sign's appropriately placed here, right on the edge of the waterline, including these lifeguard stands when we do have lifeguards. Uh, here I am now uh, walking into the lake about an inch, two, three foot, now two, three feet, probably halfway up my waist, uh, would otherwise be uh, in water at this stage of the year 26%. You can see behind me, 26% capacity. And we're in July. Over my head, interesting, you can see just over the horizon there, just about noon, uh, you'll see the plumes of smoke from the Dixie Fire in Northern California. This sort of sight sort of punctuates the moment we're in in our history, not just California's history, but you're seeing this all across the West Coast of the United States with this mega drought. And the conditions are such, they're leading the parched conditions where you're getting dry lightning strikes, other issues that are leading to these wildfires. This wildfire, the Dixie, one of the largest now in California that we're currently battling. Uh, this drought is real. Climate change is real. If you don't believe in science, please, you gotta believe your own eyes. I was doing some research this past weekend and I've been making a big transition going into my birthday to focus on being the best student possible and not focusing even on teaching anymore. And I dug into these lessons from GAN. For those of you who don't know, if you're not familiar with GAN boxes, you should go Google that and research homework assignment number one. But three lessons. Number one, divide your risk capital into 10 equal parts. So technically, if you're going to put your money into the market, you should break them down into 10% positions. I think truly you should do 20%, but I think this is a great lesson from GAN. Number two, do not trade against the trend of a market and only trade liquid markets. Number one, please put in chat, I will always trade with the trend. You notice how this person that was surfing, they're going with the current. A lot of times when people are like, hey, I want to short the S&P because the market is falling. And Josh talked about this last week, like the art of shorting and making money from being a short seller is an art and a science that people have practiced for decades to get down. But if you don't know how to properly risk, how to read tape, how to tell what the true direction is, you're going to get destroyed. And most important, there has to be liquidity in these markets. And I'll walk you through this later to show you what hedge funds and big firms are investing in by the data so you can understand why I tie my portfolio to them as well. And number three, use, which is great for traders, use a break even stop when the position hits three points in profit dependent on the volatility. So especially in the futures market and every futures uh, is correlated or calculated differently, this is a great tip. The only one I would say is probably not for ZB, but for every other future, once it gets into profit three points, Move your stop up, lock in some profit, let it run. And then that way you can take all the risk off of the table. 
Last week, everyone was like, oh my God, the market's going to fall. And I told you because it was partially because of the Delta variant. A big factor in that market, however, was the expiration of the futures market. And then Wall Street went on to a four-day win streak. Please put in chat, I will not worry about the short term. I will only focus on the long term. S&P 500 today hit a high. You have to stop betting against the market and hoping that, and, and truth be told, like a lot of people want the market to fall because they didn't invest as much as they should have last year. And I get it when I didn't invest when I should have in 2008. And even though I had a buddy that told me to invest, I felt like a dumbass. And I was like, damn, I hope this shit crashed again so I can get in. But every pullback and the 2% pullback is not significant, but every pullback is an opportunity to then get into the market if you remember that the market crashes a little bit every month. This week, I want to show you where you can easily find out how much short interest there is in a stock. So write this down. This, the site is stockanalysis.com, and I'm going to walk you through and show you that Riot has a 20% short interest in it. So if you can see, this is Riot Blockchain, stockanalysis.com. If you scroll down and go to the stats tab, you can scroll down and see a few things that are pretty interesting. So short interest, 19.96 million, 20.80% short percentage of shares out. And then you can also see what the short ratio is, how many days they'll have to cover. If you go and then compare this to let's say, so if we look at square, we can see 7.3, 7.03 percent of shares out right and then how many days would they have to cover 4.11 now let's look at something super safe like let's say microsoft so i'll come down this is a short selling information you can see but 0.67 percent of the outstanding shares have been sold short so the higher the, that ratio is the more money that people are betting that it's going to fall apart the smaller that ratio is the lower the probability that it's going to fall apart. So let's let's even go look at Amazon. You can see here, 0.90%. Perfect. Let's go look at Apple. Not my baby. Not 5% of the people want to short, but even that 5.09% want to short. For me personally, I like for this to have a percentage of eight or less in order for me to feel comfortable investing in the long term. So even before NVIDIA was about to go through a split, some of you were like, hey, should we short it? I'm like, no, the stock is going to rise. If you've done your homework, you know what happens post split. And even here, 1.29%. So even out of the ones that I've went through now, Apple is the one that has the highest amount of short interest. But for me, I'm like, great. If all the other ones that I have are at 0 0.6 and, and at 1%, the probability of them falling apart and losing is very, very, very little. I posted this over the weekend, but I want to show you guys this clip. I've seen you be half a million dollars off. You've been up two and a half million dollars. What do you got on you? Nothing. What'd you put away? Nothing. You get up two and a half million dollars. Any asshole in the world knows what to do. You get a house with a 25 year roof an indestructible Jap economy shitbox. You put the rest into the system of three to 5% to pay your taxes and that's your base. 
Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. Get me? That's your fortress of fucking solitude. That puts you for the rest of your life at a level of fuck you. Somebody wants you to do something, fuck you. Boss pisses you off, fuck you. Own your house, have a couple bucks in the bank, don't drink. That's all I have to say to anybody in the social level. And last week when Trapper was on, he did an incredible job. Um, everybody put Wall Street Trapper in chat. Um, he did an amazing job of saying, like, if you can't invest in a primary company to then look at some of the ancillary businesses that are tied or some of the companies in the supply chain. So one of the homework assignments that I had everybody in the stock club do was to look at who are some of the publicly traded companies in Apple's supply chain. I'm not going to give them all, but let's go through some of them right now. So 3M is one of the companies in their chain. You can write that down. It's an okay company, slower growth, but it's safe. ASX, great company, really, really good growth. Let's go look at the history of the company. And you can see during the recession of 2008, it went to $1.36. In 2020, it went to $3.41. It's now at $8.26. So even in during these declines, and you want to stay away from buying from these tops. So anytime we hit these highs up here, you want to stay away from. And then during these lows, you want to try and acquire some. It's not one that I would recommend that you guys would have. Probably a better swing trade. But you can look historically and see what this company has, has done if you look over 20 years. Um, Alpha and Omega Semi, AOSL is a ticker. Put yes or no in chat if you have heard of this one before. Let's go to AMFK. Go APH. Another good one. Another good one. Let's go 20 years. Look at the growth of this over 20 years. And let's just say even if you got it in 2016, it was at 34 bucks, is now 70. A little bit of a slower grower, but these are the ones that are safe. It's the 200-day moving average. You can see in 2020, it came down to this 200 moving average at 35.40. It got down to 31.59. You wouldn't have pulled your hair out. You wouldn't have screamed. If you would have bought in then, you would have been good, got in, and you would have been done. You'd have been done. Great job for those of you that have had that. ADI, Analog Devices, solid company. AVGO is the next one. Broadcom, GOW. You can see the growth and see how that 200-day average and then the yearly open, how you could have bought in at that price. So this year, you could have bought at 3605. It's currently at 4109. You want safe and secure investments to be able to pile your money into so you don't have to worry about having nightmares about where your money is invested at night. And we go to DIOD. Let's go to Flex, F-L-E-X, I-I-V-I. Let's go to JBL. Great growth. 
Uh, last year, you would have been able to get in at 2385 based on a 200 day moving average, which is a way to get in. And it's currently at 5723 as of this uh, show. And then the last one, let's look at, at KN, which is Nose Corporation. Out of these companies that I've mentioned, which ones have the strongest growth and would have given you the best return? And put it in chat. I touched on this briefly last week, but more than a third of Americans are considering quitting their jobs. I think people have just gotten to a place and COVID has made people see this, that life is too short to spend time at a job that you hate, dislike, or does not make you feel alive in some way, or if you feel taken advantage of. So, so I will say this for those of you that are exceptional employees, this is the time more than ever when you should be aggressive about your hiring your benefits packages and salary compensation for my business owners. This is a time more than ever where you need to make the compensation packages better and give a lot more flexibility. And this is why I've always told you guys like the traditional methods of like sitting in the office for eight hours and answering email and doing things that don't actually drive the business. That era is over that Henry Ford era early farming system era Rockefeller era of how we, that's going to change for maybe a five or six year period. Now, at some point, uh, people will get comfortable again and they won't be mind being boiled again, proverbially as the temperature in a pot heats up. But for the next four or five years, we're going to see a wave of people that are going to quit faster. Um, that, that are going to want higher compensation. And of course they're going to want better treatment in which they deserve. So begin working on those things to offset some of the losses that you could experience. Just want to give you a heads up. Um, I want to give a uh, shout out to his brother for saying that this amount of verifiable, valuable information that you give on a daily is amazing. Um, I appreciate you so much. And uh, it's, it's an honor to, for him to say that I'm truly the Moses of our times. I'm just trying to do my job. I'm honored to to do the show with the fellas. Um, Troy Rashad, thank you. Like, dearly. Um and I hope to keep doing a great job for you guys. We haven't uh, had Jeremy on in a minute, but I love this post that I saw on his page. And it said the S&P 500 hit an all-time record high since 1900. The stock market has hit a record high in 290 different months, 20% of all months. This chart shows $1 invested into the U.S. stock market going back to 1900. $1 in, of course, would be 100 grand now. And then... The thing that I want to stress, no matter how, because even with news cycles, news cycles have to get ratings. It doesn't make them bad, but often when things are good, people don't care about the market. And then when you hear breaking news alert, the market fell 60%, everyone pays attention. <clears throat> but the thing that you have to be focused on is how often the S&P 500, the Dow, the Nikkei, uh, the Russell 2000 will hit these highs and the greatest investment that you will make is having your money tied into these vehicles to make money for you. One of the the best quotes my dad has ever told me uh, when I'm going through a tough time is nothing is the end of the world except the end of the world. And I saw this post that reminded me of this, that nothing is forever in this world, even our problems. So if you're going through something and I know a lot of people right now are currently going through tough times, like I promise you it's going to get better. And if we can ever do anything to help you, please let us know. But the the drama season or the season of of winter that you're going through now will eventually end and spring and summer will present itself to you. 
the six biggest doctors in the world sun rest exercise diet self-respect and friends stick to them at all stages in your life and enjoy a healthy life i will say this juice fast is tough but man do i do i feel amazing do i feel happy more inspired more joy um oftentimes that's why i tell you guys like money alone would not buy you happiness and when i was broke i would hear that i'd be like shut the hell up give me the money it'll make me happy like it will provide stability it will provide choices it won't give you purpose it won't give you passion it will not give you completion but these other integral parts are key components of wealth which the the true essence of wealth was centered around health pre-1929 so in order to live your best life, you do have to have all these in combination. So I want to make us to have a concerted effort to put more attention on all these at the same time and not just to focus on the money part and not have the health and happiness that goes with it. Since we cracked Dow 35,000, the next big target we we have looming over us is Dow 40,000. may take four years to get there. And if you feel like you've missed out on Dow 20, for those of us that are seasoned investors, we remember when Dow 20,000 was like a big marker and that flew by. Dow 30,000 came out of nowhere. Uh, NASDAQ is at 15, easily above 15. The next mark will be Dow 40,000. If you have not invested in some of the companies in a Dow or the index itself, get ready. Get You have three or four years for it to get there. Here are the 10 largest economies in the world. Number one, China at 64.2 trillion. I am excited yet terrified at the same time when I do this episode about China being our biggest threat and why I think they may be putting the nail in our proverbial coffin already. Number two, India, 46.3 trillion. Number three is United States with 31 trillion. Indonesia, 10.1 trillion. I'll scale down Egypt at 8.2 trillion, Japan at 7.2, Germany at 6.9. Um, some of the data and, and revelations that I've had doing this research about how China is so much further ahead of us is amazing, but it's terrifying because if we don't get our affairs in order, um, we are going to slide down this list pretty damn far. Um, Bitcoin versus S&P 500. So kudos to Jeremy. So here's how 10,000 in Bitcoin has performed compared to the S&P since uh, 2021. Currently, S&P is up 18.7%. Bitcoin is only slightly up. So I'm going to give you guys both sides of this argument. And the thing that whether you like a currency or an asset class or not, I've always told you, because I know some of you guys, I mean, you hated crypto and then all of a sudden you talk about crypto. Like when I tell you I'm like one of the best to do this, like I can be agnostic about entry and still not love an asset class. And I told you my horror story about how the Mt. Gox thing and how much money I lost. So I was like jaded, right? I was like one of them exes that was like talking bad about it because it didn't go well in my favor because I, I got uh, my ass handed to me in a Mt. Gox scandal. But Bitcoin had a great increase therefore it had a great decline uh, one of the things that i hear mike say is all the time which is a great quote that i take to heart like you cannot have tremendous gain without tremendous drawdown if you want slow very safe returns 12 percent, you're not going to draw down that much but if you want 115 percent return in a year you may draw down 90 percent so 
Um, but first, let's be like Ben Affleck. <laughs> kudos to Invest in Latina. I saw this off your page and, and, and you grabbed it from her. Uh, kudos to you. I think you're amazing. You need to come on the show soon. But be like Ben Affleck. You got to hold on to your assets for the long term. The boy got moved out in two, 2002 and came back 2021 strong. This is the power of long-term investing if you hold on <laughs> to your assets, right? But what comes next for Bitcoin? So Bitcoin uh, bull and bear cycles are getting shorter until now. So like, if you look from 2014 to 2015, it has 633 bearish days. Then from 2016 to 2017, 845 bullish or upward days. Then 2018 through 2019, 361 down. Then 2019, 192 days of upward mo uh, momentum, right? Then 2020 hit, 260 days down. And now, 407 days up so what comes next after a bear cycle or bull cycle and we're seeing that they're tending to repeat what i would do i would take the average so i would add these three cycles up i would divide them by three to give me an estimate of how many days the bitcoin could be down i will also take 845 plus 192 plus 407 i would divide that by three and that would tell me for how long in aggregate bitcoin on average should run once you know that you don't have to guess i'm going to give you guys a tip and i want you guys to join crypto club if you want the entries to be able to get in because nobody called twenty eight thousand before us like to the head when it was at 50. uh kudos to when mike was on but you need to look at bitcoin and set levels when it drops 50 percent don't put your your big majority of money there a 50 percent drawdown and then 83.2 percent drawdown area because normally Bitcoin has a tendency to slap back sometimes 86%. You don't want to have the nail right on the head of that because you may not get filled. But if we ever get to a point where it draws down 83.2% and you, you're able to get in, and that's not how I got the calculation for uh, 28,000, but it will help you get an edge in terms of your entries into the market. I saw this quote and I thought it was amazing. And as I'm on my journey to be better in every way, um, I thought this was profound and I wanted to share it. Being mean is expensive and being nice compounds. This is not an ad. I just like this guy in the site. If you go to behaviorgapradio.com um, or check out his IG, he has a whole bunch of like cool like charts and graphs like this. But one of the things, especially as we get older, with my birthday coming up, I'm like, man, what are like some of the five things that I can do to be better? Like, I want to be nice in every scenario, regardless of what a person may do to me. Cause like you, only a person is responsible for their energy. I'm only responsible if I entertain it or how I choose to interact with it. If I choose to interact with someone or their energy, I want to be peaceful. I want to be kind. I want to be loving to them because you never know what someone may be going through. Back to Bitcoin, not buying Bitcoin is an expensive mistake. So if you look at 10 year returns and I've had this conversation with people privately, but a couple of people publicly was like, why don't you look at the 10 year return in five years? If you if you want to compare apples to apples, and I'm like, I have the numbers are astounding. So like one year, Bitcoin versus S&P is 239 versus 33 percent. When you get to five years, Bitcoin is up four thousand eight hundred and thirty five percent versus S&P's 100 10 years, 232,754% gain versus 225. So when I tell you guys like, hey, man, that 2013 
being in, my God, it hurts my soul. And kudos once again to Matt Schlitt that was working at Facebook that was telling everybody he knew about it. And I was uh, happened to get the information from him. The returns are insane. And for those of you that trade, you understand that Bitcoin moves like NASDAQ futures. So when it gets on a run, it is hard to stop. So I want you to show the data and comparison of what the returns are. And the answer is not to pick one or the other, but to invest in both asset classes. I saw this quote from uh, the good team at CoinGrams, and it says, cover your needs. Take bets where if you lose one X, if you're wrong, but you can gain a hundred X. And this, and I'll tell you guys this, when you're investing long term, Whatever the high is, when you draw your calculations with your FIBs, please write this down. You need to begin start placing your marker on the chart where your 100x gain would be. Then you need to go see, especially in tech, how many years it takes in order to hit that mark. Around that generational mark is where most companies tend to give you that 100x gain. And forget stocks, uh, neglecting your health is the worst investment of all. It makes no sense to have all this money and have all these assets. And from a generational standpoint, I want us to then begin start focusing on generationally passing on good health habits to our children, our family, uh, and those that we truly, truly love. And I'll say this one last time, like March 3rd, 2021, I stated Squares and New JP Morgan. Um, an amazing brother at uh, at the firm stated buying squares like buying JP Morgan in 1871. And for all my creatives and all my entrepreneurs, you know, because at first, you know, I was bothered. Um, but I had a couple of interest, interesting conversations. And it's uh, a tip that I want to share for all entrepreneurs and creatives. Like people are going to take remix or license your idea without permission but it's important for you to execute upon the idea faster than everyone else can in the interim but with that said i want to give you the top five reasons that i love square so in addition like i think before microsoft picked their new ceo i always hoped that jack would have been the ceo of microsoft but great track record doing a great job at Twitter. And I don't think he gets enough credit for being able to run Square and Twitter at the same time. But look at these stats, like 30 million users on Cash App. It's one of the easiest ways ever to take payments. So like if you go back to like 2003 or 2007 and you told someone, hey, if you take out your phone, you can put this little box on your phone and take payment from people. They would have looked at you like you were an alien because it wasn't even possible at the time. So it was easier for anyone in comparison to if you had a business in 1980 or 1990 or, or 2000 and it was hard to get a merchant provider that was not destroying you with fees and then also getting you faulty hardware. It's one of, um, excuse me, it's better than FIS, ADP in comparison, uh, GPN, 13.17 billion in revenue, only 7.03 uh, shares are sold short at the time of this writing. And I said months ago, like the reason that they're acquired title, I think they have uh, an incredible way to get data at scale in terms of demographics and psychographics that other companies cannot have. So like now if someone in Oakland 
was a huge fan of Magda Stallion. They can see that their purchase history is in alignment with someone who likes a certain business. They can then have certain integrations there to make custom product offerings that other companies that are competitors of theirs that cannot. And now with the announcement of the new company that they're building tied into crypto for that open developer platform at scale, I think, uh, over the next like eight or nine years that they should hit 450 to 512% growth from here. Uh, here are my uh, seven favorite tools to get an edge in the market. Please write these down because these are super damn important. Number one is hypercharts. Let's check this out. So let's say I'm watching the show and I'm like, I want to compare Teladoc versus, let's see, uh, let's pick a company, Twist Biosciences. This will allow me quickly to be so this is revenue. So Teladoc's revenue is in blue. Twist is in red. And let's say, okay, let's say I add a firm, which is in yellow. And then let's say I want to add Amazon in green. So, so of course, Amazon dwarfs everything. So instead of pouring through financials like crazy, and I know a lot of you guys are asking me, hey, like, how do you read some of the investor relations newsletters and 10Ks and stuff like that? I'm like, you really don't need to per se. But even if, of course, if I had Apple, Apple dwarfs most competitors or let's look at this. Even if we compare uh, Apple and we come down here. And then let's say let's compare that versus Tesla just to show you like the comparison of scale or let's do spc virgin galactic you can see in comparison they don't compare so if i'm looking at revenue profit margin things of that nature i can quickly use this site to be able to see how much better one is doing versus another or if i look at target Target is an amazing stock, amazing company, but you can see Apple dwarfs that. But Target is a company that I do recommend. If I want to look at gross profit, let's look at this. Apple is still beating Target. Let's do Target versus Fastly. Okay. Target's winning that race. Let's go to one of Trap's favorite, Chipotle. <laughs> one of the greatest stories of all time. So we can see what the revenue is there and let's say if we want to add in american express which is in green and let's add one more let's do crisper because that, that gets brought up a lot crisper's in purple so let me just do fastly versus crisper take out chipotle take out american express and you can see I know everyone's saying that certain things are the future. When you look at gross profit, they're getting beat out um, overall by fastly. If we look at revenue, you can see the same story. And even if you want to look at revenue year over year, you can compare these things market cap and you can see in one click which one is doing better in comparison. So hypercharts.co is one of my favorite sites that I use if I need to do some quick analysis on a company. Another site that I use if I want to get a, a cheat code is dataroma.com and I'll click here right on the super investors tab and then I'll go through and look, but this is the part that's great. You can look at the top holdings from left to right for every uh, major investor here. So let's look at like, Let's look at Chris Coleman at Tiger Global. 
and then we can see what his top holdings are what the percentages are that he has under management you can look at bill and melinda gates foundation you can see how much they've either added and or reduced and let's see if there's anybody else that I, let's look at charlie munger bank of america wells fargo alibaba u.s bank corp pkx now even in this you can see super concentration because charlie has an edge there's certain markers that he's trying to meet, but what he does not have is 58 stocks in his portfolio that he's managing. That is for reason, because it's easier to study five businesses, going back to that 20% ratio that I told you guys about earlier, than it is to study 45 different businesses. But to round this list out, um, SMIs, oldschoolvalue.com, StockRow, and then a quarter app if you need to understand what the quarterly reviews were. And then, of course, a couple of weeks ago, I went on this uh, rant about you know, best entries of all time. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This investor in this era excluded nobody. You know what, I'm a little rapper right at the end. And then uh, a good brother was like, hey man, if that's the case, then why aren't you a billionaire? But, and then like billionaire and these uh, ethereal numbers are just uh, measurement of a how much capital is flowing but then it's really about how much money is under management so like and I told him like 280 million under management which is a small number if you're going to run a fund is like to get to 1 billion gross is only 358% growth I've done a percentage on five or more stocks in the last 14 months alone, like on accident, uh, many of which I gave away here. Even 2.3 billion under management at 358% growth will put the fund at 8.234 billion. If I walk away with 33% growth, I would not have that small of a percentage in the fund, but A, for hypothetical reasons, it will put me at 2.7 billion gross. I'm 38, the average successful hedge fund manager at 46.3. 2027, when the next crash happens, I will be prepared. So like, what if all this time my plan was just to give the picks away for free? So then by the time I do have the fund, that people already have the money to put into the fund. But that's another point that I'll talk about another time. The prices of lumber have been falling <laughs> since this all time high. And that's why I told you guys, like, don't buy things that are high. After a 59% decline, the price of lumber is not down in a year. It was up over 130% early in May. Let's go look at the chart. And this is the lumber chart. So the high, this the lumber feature. So in May, it was at 1711, 20. It is now at 490 and it's probably going to go back down to that 200 day moving average of $401.70. Is this your king? <laughs> This is why I tell you guys, anytime anything runs up two, three, four hundred percent really quickly, the value of that, if it's not sustained, is going to get cut in half. And it's coming back pretty much to what the June 2020 
how I was. Don't chase. So for everyone was like, oh man, how how's it never be cheap again? There were even people that were beginning to buy lumber and store it. Now they can't give it away. Please be mindful of when you're chasing things that are at a high. Please put in chat, I will not chase no matter what the price is. I will wait for my ideal area. Amazon has already announced their uh, venture into, into Bitcoin, but wait till Apple announces theirs and watch how it moves the market. The five companies that I'm looking at to go in public in the future, I've talked about them before, but Stripe, Robinhood, SpaceX, Reddit, and Discord. I wish Microsoft could have bought Discord, but it didn't get a chance to happen. Now, how many super investors have ownership in this stock? So when you look at Data Roma, this is the thing that I'm looking at. So Square, two. Not bad. Love Jack should be more, but hey, so be it. Microsoft, 23. Not bad. Microsoft is bay. Apple is bay. I'm not mad at it. Apple has 10 super investors that have ownership in their fund with this particular stock. Let's look at VOO. That's just why it's the base. VOO has 723 super investors that have this in their portfolio. So if 723 of them have this under their holdings, what is the probability that this is going to fall to the floor and destroy your portfolio? And especially when it's a Vanguard product, going back to Vanguard and BlackRock running the investment worlds and the ancillary worlds that are attached to it. I always tell you, there's a, a lot of like people want excitement and say, well, I picked the like, and I get it all the time. Hey, man, I know you call Apple, Microsoft and Tesla last year. Great. And you've been in these. But what's the new one? There is no new Hove. There is no new Tupac. There is no new Drake. <laughs> it is them. Those are once in a lifetime generational talents. You have once in a lifetime generational stocks. You can either invest, invest in them or not. But if not, you are choosing to gamble. I get the theme and the thesis, but often the one that you're looking for is the one that's here now. Two tech, two index, no stress, but with Vanguard running the planet, BlackRock running the planet, if this is a part of your core, you'll be fine. Say it with me. Long-term investing is the wave. You must hold stocks for at least one generation if you truly want generational wealth. Two tech, two index, no stress. And look at this. Apple generated $274 billion in revenue in 2020. iPhone was at the top with 50% of all revenue coming in from iPhone. Um, Apple services was second, responsible for 19% of the company's revenue, which is amazing. This blew my mind. AirPod revenue versus top, uh, excuse me, versus top tech companies. So AirPod revenue is higher than adobe nvidia amd spotify square twitter snap and shopify so if there's one thing you can hang me on last year for sure is that i was like i don't think snap's gonna go up and then troy said the same thing i was wrong but man this apple take has been working like airpod just one and that's why i tell you guys like if biden is going to break up tech and they make the app store a, pro a publicly traded company, and they also spin off Apple Music in a podcast division. AirPods alone has tremendous value. I just told you about the bond market, what that is worth. But the AirPod division of the business, you want to find conglomerates that have super sectors inside of them already. 
or super catty and they're usually the ones that have innovated and made and now of course a lot of this revenue comes from people like me that have lost the damn airpods and they had to go replace them nevertheless more revenue than adobe nvidia amd spotify square twitter snap and shopify and i love shopify and almost more revenue than uber one more can i say visa all-time return 1442 percent return please say it with me long-term investing is the wave now with uh been a cycle that helps you predict the market to pair with please go google and read every article that you can about the cycle of everything you guys want a super cheat code and want to start to like this won't give you the crystal ball but this will give you the base to store the ball on if you put these together and there's a reason why i went over fibonacci first when we first did the show i think episode four right but if you pair, pair fibonacci with inverted yield curve with binner with this you won't ever be in the dark about when and fallout could happen the next recessions are doing 2027 2033 2037 and 2041 get ready and they could be a year or two early or late but these are the cycles on which they could happen be prepared start to look at companies that could fall apart and during the recessions tech pharma and healthcare are the prime industries that are ripe to have good growth and take a massive advantage of these drops. I hear 15 of the top growth stocks of the future, so you can screenshot these. And What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The next week, I'll go over them. Um, but Fiverr is really damn interesting, and I'll dive on that deeper next week. Top three cloud stocks, Microsoft, my baby, Amazon, incredible, and Twilio. Here are the historical correction of Bitcoin. This is what we talked about before. 86.9% drop in November 19th of 2013. That's when the, that drop was completed. 83.6% drop on December 17th of 2018 
60.8% drop on December 17th. 2020 when that cycle was completed you need to go look at what is the cause of these events a lot of you know that have already been in the crypto but for those of you who don't please go look and then what number did i tell you that you should set your entries at percentage wise if we get a historical drop are we in a bubble if the p ratio so january 1st 2009 the p ratio was at 70.91 july 16 2021 it was at 49.97 i don't worry unless it hits 55 so if you go look at the overall p ratio of of the s p 500 or the overall market until we get to 55 i won't worry stop worrying about bubbles please stop worrying about crashes crashes are an immense and incredible opportunity to then Get the companies that you want on deep, deep discount. That will only change unless quantitative easing goes away. And once again, I want to say no one is coming to save you. Going into my 39th birthday. And I've, I've had this revelation for a while. But the thing that I am saying to myself more than ever, everything good or bad that is in my universe, I created, manifested or planned to happen. Everything on earth is my fault. No one's coming to save you. No one's coming to help. And most people, even when you tell them your problems, they're just hearing you out to be supportive, but they truly don't care. It's up to you to fix it. But this is what changed my life forever about how I approach things. I first heard this on, I think, Tim Ferriss' podcast a few years ago. Then I had a chance to meet the gentleman who, uh, in passing, who kind of made this popular. But after the age of 20, you only spend a small, small amount of time with your family and parents before the end of your life. So the guy was like, hey, I think at the time I was maybe 29 or maybe 30. And he was like, at 30 years old, once you leave your hometown, you may see your parents 80 more times over the course of your life before you pass or they pass. Every time they call, you pick up the phone, no matter what you're doing. And I thought it was such a profound statement because I never thought of it calculated in that fashion. And often when things are going well, we think that they're never going to end. Like God rest uh, the soul of my cousin, Rick, like he was one of the bigger inspirations um, on me. And even one of my biggest regrets with family was I didn't spend enough time with him. Like when Rick passed, I literally was like, good damn, God should have took me. He was too good of a person to be taken. So I say that to say for the family members that you have and that you love, make time for them whenever they call. And my mom called me when I was <laughs> going through this. I'm going to call as soon as I don't. I'm done. Um, I'm going to love you. Um, but keep this in consideration because nothing will impact your life like the loss of your family especially your parents like i'm so fucking thankful to be able to have both of mine and that is the pain that you never really heal from you'll spend a huge amount of your time between the ages of 20 and 60 with the people that you work with on average you're going to work with people eight hours a day and that's why i'm always like hey i'm very mindful who i'm around who i give my my energy my time my effort to because that five people you know, kudos to all my friends. I love you guys dearly. Like, um, Dave, Ty, Gary, Bud, Sion, like, man, people who have been there, uh, Marcus, Caleb, P, Dom, like, I don't need nobody out true. Like, love y'all dearly. Um, Chris, Jay, like, love y'all dearly. 
but the people that you work with, and especially if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to be spending an average of eight to 12 hours and you're going to see these people often, more often than your family. Please choose wisely. And, bet- and before the age of 20, you'll spend a lot of time with friends. After 30, you'll spend a amount of time, a small amount of time with just a few important friends. You have to realize that my grandma and my grandmother used to tell me this and I was like, oh, that's not true. I don't believe that because oh, I was stupid, right? Not listening to grandma. But she was like, you're lucky in your lifetime if you get five great friends and then five great family members that you always get along with and never fall out with. That's why I tell you guys, please call the people that you love and check on them. And we all can do a better job of it. But this is what makes life sweet. The people that you hang around. And I'll tell you, like, as a person who's been really, 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 really broke, like, in college, lost my debit card. I was like, if they try and buy anything, be practicing shit on it. <laughs> like, to doing okay. Now, like, the moments that have been the most special have been around people that I cared about. It wasn't the thing. That's why you, even me now, like, my desire for anything materialistic has went away as I've gotten older because I've experienced more people passing. And it made me realize it doesn't matter as much it doesn't mean anything like me being able to take care of my child and have time with him and time with my friends matters more than whatever exotic car that i you know that i can get and i want you guys to keep that in mind and at 30 years old the amount of time that you spend by yourself increases until the day that you die also that you have to realize that these are the five things that i learned from this but most importantly like the time that you spend in your relationship that's going to increase from the time that you're 30 until you pass as well. So the five lessons I want you guys to take away from this is one, a few close friends is way more important than a bunch of associates and meaningless connections. And we have to stop using the term friend so loosely as well. I see that a lot, but a few close friends is better than a few meaningless connections. Number two, when you're with your family, be there out on social. We've all made the mistake scrolling the past the time but those moments that we get and people are living fabricated or manufactured lives they wish that you can have the family and friend structure that that you currently have number three a good co-worker in a healthy work environment is way more important than higher pay and if you have an incredible co-worker or team or or staff the higher pay will come with the right team number four don't rush love what's meant to be will come have faith don't rush into it because you're lonely. When it's the right fit, it will be there and it will be undeniable. And then number five, learn to love yourself before seeking love from others. And if you do that, if you, for those of you that saw my post yesterday on IG, all the wealth and material shit is going to come from this. Because the energy of you being such a, a positive person, a sweet person, a, an amazing person, an enchanting person, things are going to gravitate to you. The one part that people, and even I don't stress enough, the material and wealth and even the aptitude or having the cojones to be able to invest a lot of money into the market and into business, that came as a result of me being kind and being around the right people. When I was around the wrong people, my actions were limited and I was a little bit more fearful. Now I'm around people that execute fast. Even when I told Rashad, I was like, yo, it was the time from which you had idea to execution. And he said one of my favorite quotes that I heard from Joe Vitale and Jim Rohn back in the day, success like speed. 
you can't sit on an idea for four years. Like that's why, like when I'll do, and I'll be walking out the house, going to car, I'll stop, drive back, have an idea, write it down. Like, Let me do it now. Cause I look at every idea as a child. So if I don't give birth to this idea, six hours, a child may die. Some of you have been sitting on an idea for six, seven, eight years that you know could help the world tremendously, but you're afraid to execute it. And maybe you're afraid to execute it because the people in your corner are not best for you. And maybe because you're not best to yourself and you don't love yourself, you allow those that are not best for you to be in your circle. I love you guys. Over and out. Had to do a little trip for y'all today. Love y'all dearly. Hey. Hey. We need that energy. I love y'all dearly. Thank you so much. Like <laughs> Yo, <video>. man. <laughs> you went from trade holder to Dr. Lovejoy in a matter of 30 seconds. That was incredible. That's a fact. That's incredible. That. Thank you. I appreciate that. More fire. More fire. More <laughs> fire. More fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to my boy Jaleel, man. We are we're gonna start implementing some sound effects here. We got a lot of Very stuff soon. planned for more days. Don't yeah. be surprised, but if you see some entertainment uh, aspects yeah. of this it. is the most entertaining education you're gonna find on Edu apps. anywhere. Edutainment. Edutainment. Yeah, we we done did it. We done coined it. Very, very, very powerful presentation um about investing and also about life. Uh hopefully everybody um learned something from it but more importantly yeah. hopefully everybody will implement um at least one thing implement at yeah, least I, one thing sometimes i'll play with you man like i was implementing as you were saying it so that hypercharts.co i'm a, that's already in my now i'm adding that to the tool belt man you see what i'm saying like that's what it's code. about like yeah. and, and you kind of said a success of speed i'm not waiting like as you saying it i'm, I'm searching i'm like oh this is a nice tool i, I can't i got a right with the idea about invest fest i was like oh November, he was like, no, end of August. This is <laughs> mid-July. I'm like, what? Everybody say the same I'm thing. Like, Let me get ready. I'm like, but you have to push like, Yeah, this sounds great. Third yeah. quarter next year. This sounds great. No, 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 no. Do it now. Yeah, why not? That's it, man. They said no opportunity is not wait. How long did it take Noah to build the art? How long is it going to take us to build it? Invest fast. Six weeks. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's success, love, speed. That's a fact. Shout out to my boy Neil. That was very powerful, um, per usual. Hopefully, everybody can take a minute to um, hit the like button. Yes, please, please. Hit, hit the like button. And uh, hopefully, everybody screenshotted those, those stocks of the future. Ian, I had three of them in my list, so I hope that they. If you didn't get it, I hope go so back too. And, <laughs> go back and rewatch and screenshot it. There was at least three that I had on mine, and now I'm gonna add some more. Yeah, you gave it what a, a lot tonight, man. On, man. A lot of jewelry tonight. Every every week, man. Like, yeah. come on, man. It's free information. Mm -hmm. uh, free information is for the world. Uh, whoever wants to consume it, any country, any ethnicity, any any culture, whatever. It's just information, and then you do what you want with the information. But what's the what's the model? Information on us, application on you. Yeah, for sure. And especially that family part. Ian will definitely be at Invest Fest with Wall Street Trapper, <laughs> among <laughs> among remember. other people. A few other surprises. Yeah, 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 for sure. So it's called the biggest. I don't think the, I don't think the people have really seen him in person outside of a couple networking events because mm -hmm. we had Corona last year, yeah. so he didn't get a chance yeah. to go on tour with us when we was doing our tour thing. So this will be probably be the first. Well, I know it's definitely going to be the first opportunity for people to see him speak mm -hmm. um, 
I'm gonna tear that so, shit down too. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I'm bringing not just the, you know, you get the two tech two index. I'm gonna go over swing trading, swing investing, trading futures, how to integrate it all. I'm gonna go over how to grow your business 500 percent through preponderance based marketing, like uh, show show, bunch of bunch of fire content. So there, be there, there not be there all three days. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Be there, be square. Let's can we get some questions? We haven't. Uh, can I go real quick? I, I actually can. I, Ian, I got a question for you, go ahead. and then we'll open it up because um, if you've been following what's been going, I, I know you brought up China. Obviously, when we looked at that sixty-four trillion, that's nothing to be sneezed at, right? At all. But I've been getting some text messages right now um, because there's been a, a huge pullback with obviously China, with China's going on and their lockdown of, especially in tech, the tech companies. Is it now a good time or should we wait till things get sorted out with China? Like what is the well-being of the Alibabas and the Tencents and the Badus of the world? And the newfound Didi, which dropped like 50%. What's your thoughts? Um, my grandmother once told me to mind my business in geopolitical affairs, so I would do that here. But I will say the way that China and its economic structure is run as akin to Suge Knight in the 1990s, it's the only reason I don't like investing in stocks there. Like Alibaba, arguably, probably is one of the best 36 companies in the world. Stock does not reflect it. That's because of the geopolitical stuff there. I would yeah. I would stay away for a bit. Yeah, so it's been tough. You want to do. Yeah. Yeah, to, to try to advise somebody investing in Alibaba, like I, I think the company's great, but it's like, mm -hmm. there's just that stick. I, I can't do it. Not now, I can't. But um, every yeah, people been looking like when they see a pullback, it's like, oh, is this time? Is this time? Is this time? I'm a little wary, and Shadi has made me that way about Chinese companies. So um, I'm a little yeah, wary. Even Tencent, was, like Tencent, is at a, a great run. I mean, for what's that, sixty bucks and eighteen cent? Tencent should probably be at like one sixty right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the there was political they, structure you can't. Yeah, they were told that they had to break up their music division. There's there's all types of things going on over there. Um, so just just be mindful of investing, and that's what I always tell people: just being mindful of investing in, uh, especially Chinese companies. Uh, obviously, y'all know the Lukin story, but these are these are great. Alibaba, like we said, we think is a great company, but just be mindful. But in their race for for global dominance, excuse me, Rashad, I'm sorry, I'm just say real quick. But in their race for global dominance, to not let anyone else have control. They're not going to have a population of billionaires that can control government. Government is going to control the billionaires. That is a part of their plan to take over. You you can only have, like China operates by the one half a rule. You can only have one big boss. And probably for the next, 2021, probably 2043, they'll, they'll let up on that. But for the next 20 something years, they're not going to yeah. let anyone have as much control as the powers that be there. That's all I'll say about yeah. that. Call me, call me Hova Hefe. Yeah, we saw we saw Jack Ma disappear for what two and a half months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so always interesting. Shout out to the good folks. Shout out to the good folks that invested Pedia. Also, um, I'm rocking their hoodie. Caleb, what's up, um, man? We did their podcast, mm -hmm. and um, you know, Investopedia has been one of my favorite websites for a very long time. When I have questions uh, about investing, so. Um, Stay tuned. It's called stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Caleb and, the, and the whole team at Investopedia. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> InvestFest will not be live streamed. Um, we want to really make this a, a real in-person event. Um, you know, it's like uh, 
Coachella or Rolling Loud. Right. You can't really see that unless you actually go to it. So, and it's only once a year. We're not taking this on the road. It's a festival. <clears throat> Pre-sale ends this week. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's get some questions. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, who's up here first? Uh, Pearson. Pearson, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. How are good. you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. I mean, I was wondering if I could break guidelines and ask two questions, but it's up to y'all, boy. I do. Are they two great questions? Yeah, they are. Okay, go ahead. Fire. <laughs> okay, so my first question, right? So I, I just finished reading The Great Crash in 1929. Mm. And, um, I noticed that like after every, let's say recession or financial crisis, the government always comes and creates new acts or regulations. So in 19, I believe 34 was the Securities Act, the SEC Act, and then you had a crash in 1975, they did amendments to the SEC Act. And then in 2008, you had the Dodd and Frank. So I was wondering with those problems that occur within those crashes and recessions, why did the government not implement rules and regulations then? Why did they wait till after? Because during every crisis or crash and like hell of a, probably one of the best questions asked this year. So I want to give you props for that. And thank you for uh, knocking out this home run for breaking guidelines. But whenever you <laughs> have a crash or crisis, you then need to go back to the American public and say, hey, this is why, and this is what we're going to do to fix it. Mm -hmm. So in 2008, Madoff was the fall guy new regulations came in and there are times when things do need to be adjusted, but you have to always have a fall guy or a set of circumstances to tell people, this is why this is happening. And this is what we're going to do to try and mitigate that risk to make sure it doesn't happen again. Madoff was not the only one. There were a few other people. He just had the biggest one and a few of the other associates that he had or peers that were running those kind of schemes. Uh, some of them are still operating overseas, ironically. Um, but that that's the primary reason, because you need to tell the public so that they can have trust and votes and all that, um, what you're going to do to offset that error from happening again. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. And then my next question. So I know the beta of a stock is basically the historical numbers. So um, I've been practicing this calculation, the equi equity risk premium, but I studied the calculation and um, you could use a forward projection or you could use a historical rate. And I was wondering, based off the information that you know and the knowledge that you all know, which one would be better? Because if I'm able to be able to calculate the equity risk premium, I'm going to eventually use it to calculate the country risk premium so then I can start looking at investing in India, in particular their financial sector. Is this for, for trading or for long-term investing? Long-term investing. Which, you, which one do you think is better... Because your thesis is right. Which one are you leaning towards using? Well, I'm, I'm conflicted because if I go using the past, yes, the, the past may not be the same, but the past rhymes. But if I use the Absolutely. future, if I use the future, is you not you may not be able to predict it accordingly, but you can have a standard deviation to where it falls within. But yes. And what would that deviation be? That, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm that's what I'm actually stuck on. I could say 5%, I could say 10%, but. If you take the four projection and just put in, this is a hell of a question. Like, I need, cause the, I'm gonna be honest, the real answer I can't give you on air. Right. But the question is amazing. You're on the right path, I will use four. But, pa but past projections are not bad, especially if you're looking at a country or if you're looking at any macro global 
financial powerhouse, there is, like you said, it a rhyme. Like, for example, like I know over the course of the next 10 years, like Apple probably pushed back to 248 based historically what they've done. But if you don't have that data, if you look at those four projections and give it like a five to maybe 8% range, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. But your questions are incredible. Because once you ask tough questions like that, the rest of the game becomes easy. Where to buy, where to get in, how long to hold. That yeah. That's child's play. The questions that you're asking on a macro scale to look to hold, how long ago are you looking to hold? 20, 30 years. I'm yeah, you're good, five. man. You go ahead and home run. Pearson, how old are you, man? I'm only 25. My God. Can we get some horns on? Can we get some horns on Pearson? Yeah, shout out to Pearson. Where are you from, California? Nah, man, I'm from Virginia, but I stay here in Alabama, though. What part of Alabama? Huntsville, 256. Shout out to everybody in Alabama. I got family to live in Alabama, so shout out to everybody. Um, you, come back next hey, week and ask questions. We need to build a segment in for you, because those yeah. questions were phenomenal. I mean, I, I asked yeah, a question on Facebook, but um, you you was busy, though, but it's cool. I want yeah, playing. We love you. Brand new. I love you. Pearson, send, send me an email. Send me an email. Um, and if Janet, if you in here, send, di- actually, I'll, I'll direct message you my email. Um, I want I want to uh, chop it up with you. Yeah. 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 All right, my guy. Yeah. DM me your stuff. I'm gonna get you in the club. Appreciate you. Shout out to Pearson, man. That's uh, a great question. That was. I, I was interested in the deviation he had. I, I'm. Well, that goes that, go, that goes back to um. You know, it's just. It's not about just receiving information. It's about doing your homework and, and, you know, bringing something to the table. And that's what he, that's what he's done. And that's what, you know, the communities are built for. So when you see, you know, Red Panda, when you see EYL University, when you see, you know, any type of organization like this, it's like, I spoke about it before. The organization is only as good as the, um, the students inside of the organization. It's like, nobody really even talks about the professors at Howard University or, or at Yale University or at Harvard, maybe like, you know, every now and then, but they mostly talk about the graduates mm-hmm. of these schools that have gone on to do great things. So we're building these institutions and that's what this is. Earn Your Leisure is an institution where you have, you know, um, some of the brightest minds that we are able to highlight, whether it's Wall Street Traffic, Ian, MG, the mortgage guy, whoever, um, but the institutions are only as good as the proteges that come from the institutions and help change the world. So it's encouraging to see, to see that. And, uh, hopefully, you know, everybody is taking the education just as serious as Pearson. He set the bar. So you guys better come with some questions after that. Yeah. They're going to be like, Oh no, I don't want to ask. <laughs> please, please go read the man for all markets. I've talked about it before. It's a great one, but Pearson, great job. Ronald Hines, we're coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Ronald? I just got one question. Fire away. How are you? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Good. And I never got wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this out of the way. I never got the uh the uh the uh scholarship. <laughs> uh DM well DM me your email right now. I'll send it to the team right now and we'll get you in. Okay. I'm about to open up a new barbershop. Where? <laughs> in Durham, North Carolina. Okay. Congrats. My question is for Rashad. How can I get a picture, a poster of that EYL during your leisure in the background or the uh, Market Mondays? I will... Um... I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll send it to you. That's how you can get it. I'll send it to you. 
Email me. I appreciate that. Email me and I will send you the first time anybody has asked for that. So um, that's dope. That's a humbling, that's a humbling question. Yeah, good. That somebody would be- This one right here? You want this one, Ronald? Yeah, that'd be good. Right. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna send it to you. We're gonna sign it and all that and we're gonna get it to you. Yeah. All right? Wow. Yeah, I do a lot. I appreciate I'm holding up a new one, but I do a lot of, I, I'm always showing y'all in, in my, my new bar, my uh, present barbershop oh, now. Put, so oh, always, for the barbershop? Oh, that's a, that's a vibe. You gonna put, you gonna put it up in your barbershop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's dope. I appreciate that, man. I definitely sent you. We'll send you a couple of different, all of yeah. our loads. You know, Market Mondays, <laughs> the whole thing. Send you the emoji yeah. thing, whatever you want. We send it to you. Wow. And um, you you can put whatever you want up in the barbershop. And um, I appreciate yeah. it when you do put it up in the barbershop. Send me a picture. Yeah, let, and, let us uh, know. I'll, I'll be share. I'll be sure to share the picture and try to drive as much traffic to your business as possible. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Thank you. Appreciate you, Ronald. And what who, who I send my information to? Uh, info at Earn Your Leisure, and we'll get everything to you, all right? All right, appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate and you, I'll bro. be sure to put you, we, we can put something together for him too, like a like quick video for the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's, like that's dope, session. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's always dope when you see the bar. I seen a couple of times, they was watching um, Earn Your Leisure Market Mondays in barbershops. Um, that's always dope to see, because you know, growing up, you go to barbershops and right. you always, you know, you're watching movies or you're watching rap videos and you, you know, people's just debating different things. So to hear people have conversations about finance. Even when I go to my barber, shout out to Brandon, and um, you know, going there sometimes and they talking about Bitcoin, they talking about stocks, yeah. they talk about Market Monday, they talk about earning your leisure, real estate. So these are the conversations that's happening, that's happening in the barbershops now. Um, so the, the whole culture is changing because the culture really moves from barbershops. Yeah, barbershops is, is an extremely yeah. important part of our culture. So to see, to see conversations about crypto and stocks and real estate and business being talked about in the barbershop lets me know that, you know, we touching the people at the grassroot and, um, you know, it's moving in the right direction. It's crazy you said that because uh, when we were doing the interview with, uh, when we sat down with Usain Bolt, after I called my, my parents, let them know it happened. I called my old barber because I <laughs> grew up in a barbershop with him and all you, he had Bob Marley, Michael Jordan, uh, Garnell Sip um, on the wall. And I was like, look, I'm gonna be on the wall. And so I sent them the picture with you saying with the Thunderbolt. And I said, look, if I'm not on the wall, I'm, I'm taking over the shop, I'm gonna buy it. He said, yo, you're finally gonna make my wall. So that's crazy that he called that's to do legendary. that. That's probably saying that now, cause that, yeah. that's exactly what shout, I did after. Shout out to all the barbers out there. Shout out to all the hair salons out there. Uh, very essential workers. Barbers, Absolutely. Barbers yeah. are essential workers. Uh, let's, let's go, let's go here. Um, I had the name, where'd she go, where'd she go? Uh, let's go to Francis. Francis Mitchell, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Francis? I'm gonna need a fridge break emoji. <laughs> and a fridge break sound. Sound, we got yeah. sound. Wah, wah, wah. Francis, one more right, time. Oh, wait, it. no, no, we're going somewhere else. We're going somewhere else. Uh, let's go to Zatrick. Zatrick, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm at work right now. I'm actually mopping. Hold on. How do I turn my camera? Hold on. Um, we can hear you, bro. Hey, what's good, going bro. on? Oh, I'm doing good. Uh, I actually have two questions. Um, my first question was actually for Ian. Uh, I'm a D2 athlete at Southwest Baptist. I run track. And 
I was trying to be sponsored or be gain sponsorship by Red Panda Club because I, I'm a big fan of financial education. I host meetings on Thursday with my friends about stocks and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I do understand that you do want like D1 because you did mention D1 athletes, you know, football, basketball. Yeah. But me personally, this would be the greatest sponsorship I could ever get. Like regardless of anything that I could go out there because I'm trying to get sponsored. But this one in particular is what I would like to do. But if there's anything I can do, an application I need to fill out, I'm willing to do it. But what do you need in terms of sponsorship? Um, I, so we with the NL, NLI, we can get like paid to do stuff. But really I was just saying if I could just bring traffic towards the Red Panda Club by just sponsoring it or like anytime I mention my financial education stuff or anything like that, I could just reference where I get some of my information. Yeah, of course. I mean, but you got a superstar name and I want to take care of you since you had the, the boss to ask, what do you need in terms of sponsorship? Uh, Gotta be prepared. <laughs> I, I won't tell you, I won't tell you no, but I'll say yes. Email me Ian at Join Red Panda. And yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to do it, but be prepared for when you- Wasn't you ready for the yes. Valuable, you, yeah. valuable, hey. valuable, valuable. Valuable lesson right here. Um, you have to know your worth in life, yeah. and this is a this is a learning experience. Because shout out to the young man for being. Um, exactly. Appreciate you. Shout out to him, man. I, I love you. I love that energy. Uh, mm -hmm. But if I if I could have a positive critique, uh, when he was asked how much he wanted as far as monetary compensation or just any kind of compensation, he wasn't prepared. This is something that a lot of us do. Like you know what I'm saying. Like we might ask for a job. We might ask for then when somebody asks like, okay, how much do you want to be paid? you don't really know, or you just don't feel confident in saying it. Like you might, you might want a hundred thousand dollars a year. And it's like, uh, well, what can you afford to give me? Or, um, well, you know, we can matter. talk about it. it we, you know, yeah, we can figure it out. That happens all the time yeah. in business. Like never be afraid to say how much you think you're worth. Um, even if people might not agree with it, at least you said it. So yeah. that's something that's extremely, extremely important. You have to be prepared. Yeah to say a number because sometimes you're going to be start high and start high because people are always <laughs> going to do you down. Go ahead, Rashad. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the worst that can happen is no, but that's fine. Yeah. We learned that Bounty Killer gave us a great story about that, about knowing your worth and standing on that. Shout out to Bounty Killer. Bounty man. Killer. Do we got to wait for the exclusive? Don't do it. Or don't can do you it. tell it? Save for the episode. For the episode. Oh, come <laughs> on. Rashad's about it's to such a, you know, I, I don't think I've ever heard this story. I don't think anyone's ever heard this story is uh, about knowing your worth. Um, and he gave that to us exclusively. So it was crazy. Extremely, extremely important. Shout out to Banky. Extremely important. Uh, let's let's go here. Let's go here. Um, let's go to Cheyenne. Sand, I see you over there with your Minecraft t-shirt. What's, What's going on? What's going on? Fortnite. Um, Cheyenne, you've been on mute. What's going on? Could y'all hear me? We yes, hear you perfectly. So I called in. Uh, well, first I want to say thanks for calling on me. And I actually have a few questions, if that's fine. I, um, uh, we'll start I, with one. All right. I called a few months back, and remember I was talking about how I had, like, 35 stocks in my portfolio? I do remember. And yeah. you guys told me narrow it down to 10. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to get your opinion on my 10. Oh, let's hear them. What's your, what's your 10? All right. I got Square, Apple, Microsoft, Visa, Disney, CrowdStrike, DraftKings, Nia. And one of them is a penny stock called AITX and ChargePoint. What, what, what did you say after CrowdStrike? I, I didn't hear it. 
DraftKings, Nia, and then I have a penny stock too yeah. called AITX and ChargePoint. Well, what price did you get in on AITX? I got in on AITX at uh, one second. I got to check because I've been averaging down. I got in kind of high. And then I just, and then like as it dropped, I just kept buying into it because they got a new CEO, and I don't know. I kind of I like their company, yeah, but my, the my average cost is point oh six nine, so I'm at like seven it's cents. It's not bad. Um, that's the only one I don't like out of the group. But if it if it bounces to ten cent, you can exit. The rest of them, you're great. So like I, I'm yeah. proud of you. I think I think um one thing I like about your portfolio is that it's diversified. You have like DraftKings, yeah. You have Apple, you have Square, you have um what is what else did she say? Draft uh she said Microsoft uh so you so so, so yeah, so you have you have cybersecurity, you have payment processing, you have Apple, you have the online gambling. So you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Um, even though, you know, they're all kind of like tech companies, they, they serve different sectors of the economy. Yeah. So I would say that that's a very good portfolio. Continue with it. Are you dollar cost averaging? Like, are you putting money in every month or how you, how are you, how are you doing it? Well, I put money in every month and then when they drop down to a certain price, I'll add a lot yeah. extra. Yeah. If, if so charge like, point gets to 1486, you can add more there. Cause they're going to slide down to 18 with 1486 add more. And then if okay. your cost basis is decent there, you're good. The rest of them, you, you have home runs. You're, Super you're solid. Great. Yeah. I, I, the ones that you said up until, like I said, up until DraftKings, I, I have in my portfolio as well. So they're all solid, including Visa, which I really love. I've had That's it for baby. probably like yeah. a, year, a year and a half, maybe. Um, so you know, I would I was going back and forth. Or should I leave the position? And I, I love I, that the fact that it's performing now. I'm ecstatic that I, I, I held I held the door. I yeah. held the door on that one. So, yeah, so I love it. And I love the fact that you executed, right? There was 55 positions that you had. You heard some information. You said, look, they said, let's, let's scale it down a bit. And you scaled it down. And you've, you've picked some really, really solid companies. So, Cheyenne. Yeah, great job to, for trimming. Salute to you. Salute to you. Thank you. So my next question is, well, I'm, um, I recently had a baby. And Congrats. I wanted congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And I wanted to use the five twenty nine for private school also. So, like, I did do a little bit of research, and I seen that um you are allowed to do that. Um, but since like, should I go super aggressive inside the five twenty nine? Since I'll be like leaning towards using it sooner than when he's eighteen. Or should I still like, you know, stick to the formula with like two tech and two index funds? Stick well, to when, when, when you go ahead, Rashad. Yeah, yeah. When you do a 529 plan, it's kind of similar to the 401k where uh -huh. you just can't invest the money however you want. They're gonna give yep. you options. Yep. So like each 529 plan is sponsored by a mutual fund company, depending on what state it is. So like let's say Fidelity is sponsoring the 529 plan that you want to invest in, they'll give you two different ways how you choose to invest. You can invest in the age-based model, which is like zero to five years old, five to ten years old, ten to mm -hmm. fifteen years old, and fifteen to like eighteen years old. So the zero to five is the most aggressive. And then five to 10 is, is a little bit less aggressive. And then 10 to 15 is kind of moderate. 
and then 15 to 18 is conservative. Very similar to like how an age-based retirement plan works where as you get closer to the child being 18 or getting ready to go to school, college, then it becomes more conservative. Or they'll give you, um, you know, different options on, on how to invest. Like you can just do like the moderate or the conservative, or you can just kind of like, you know, base it off of that as far as like the different modules that they give you. So I always say the age-based model is always a good way to go. It's, it's autopilot and it's going to be aggressive anyway, because that's how it's um, kind of telling me for the, a person, a child that's just born like one years old, you want to be aggressive because, you know, but being that, you know, you, you're going to use the money, you know, soon. Um, you just have to just keep an eye on it, obviously. And, you know, just kind of, you know, make sure, but if, at any point in time, if you want to change them, just put it in a conservative bucket, you can, um, that's up to you. But until you plan on, on using it, I would definitely be aggressive with it. Um, and also what, when do you plan on putting your child in private school? I haven't decided yet. I'm studying to get my, um, life. In. I'm, I'm studying, a. uh, to get well to be able to sell life insurance so uh, i would like for them to do private school at the start but it really just depends on where i'm at financially i mean i am doing okay i own a few houses and stuff but i want to make sure i'm able to afford it once i start i don't want to have to stop like in the middle and like I plan on moving too. So I would like for him to start in kindergarten, but um about fifth grade, it's a must for middle school and up. Yeah, uh, I mean I was about to go into first grade. You he doesn't need in kindergarten. He's yeah. first grade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Xander's about to go to first. Like you don't need to send your kid to, to private for kindergarten. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just something to think of, but yeah, you want to kind of hold off on a private school as long as you can, because obviously for a few different reasons, you'll have more money growing. Mm -hmm. Like if you put the money in and take it out, you're not, it's not going to be able to grow. Um, but then also you, it's a risk reward ratio with these private schools. I'm, I'm realizing I went to private school. I went yeah, to I public school and I went to, and I went to private school. I went to private school late. I went to private school in 11th grade, mm -hmm. but I, I realized that, um, up until like fourth, fifth grade, doesn't really matter. Yeah, you'd Maybe be better off getting grade. that home tutor, probably. Yeah, two or three times once you get to like high school, junior high school, yeah. that's when you know, that's when you really, really got to start thinking about things. Because like when a child turns twelve years old, especially you know, boy, boys and girls. So I wouldn't really invest a bunch of money when a child's like in diapers. Like, what are they gonna do? That's different. Yeah, yeah, I just always felt like the public school system, like it just it doesn't do right by little black boys. Yeah. Uh, no, here's, 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 the, here's the important here's the important part though, right? So and I went to public school my whole life. I taught in public school. And this is the best advice I can give you. And the fact that you're here tells me that you're gonna be able to, to execute on this information. Education doesn't stop inside the four walls. And the fact that you have this sound mind, your child is going to be able to learn from you. So public or private, the foundation starts with you. And the fact that you're guiding this, uh, this family and the financial freedom that you, you're, the path that you're on, 
it, it won't matter, pri- private or public, until, like Shadi said, when you get into high school and the education starts to be a little bit more challenging and it becomes more of a, a networking tool but then, uh, inside of private all, institutions. Also, you got to think about, like, you know, MG could speak more on this, but this is a real estate question as well where a lot of parents face the decision, okay, it's like, especially, like, a lot of these private schools, you know, it might be, like, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year, so does it really make sense to pay that much money for private school or just move into a better neighborhood because you're going to be paying property taxes anyway, so if you live that. in a you live in a good neighborhood and you mm-hmm. you're paying high property taxes at least you'll be you know in a better public school um system where you know you can you can you know go to the public school so that's that's always a debate with parents especially black parents because it's like unfortunately a lot of times when you move to nicer neighborhoods there's not a lot of diversity mm-hmm. and i'm i'm not a big fan of putting your kid in a in a school system where it's not diverse because I think that that, that causes problems to, to, for children. So it's, it's a lot of issues with black people, especially when you start to start making money. Um, it's like, you know, you don't want to stay in the hood, but then you don't want to go to a all white neighborhood. And then you like the only person there that's of color. And then you got to send the kid and then that's issues. Then private school is like $50,000 a year. And then that's the issue. So a lot that a lot to think about, but you know, it all depends on, on whatever your goals are. Yeah, EYL University. Thank you, guys. And thank you for sharing your portfolio. Three no thumbs problem. up from us. Thank you. Did an you. amazing job. Thank you. Thank you. All right, real quick, can I, can I just tell us the earnings? Because absolutely, it's, I mean, if they don't know, if they don't know, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Google will be reporting this oh, week. You hear this? Check this stat out, Ian. Those four stocks, right? Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Google. Yep. They represent 20% of the entire weight of the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. Just those four companies. Absolutely ridiculous. So let's run it down. Obviously, Tesla reported today. They beat earnings. Um, some quick numbers on Tesla. Uh, so for the first time, they reported $1.1 billion in a quarter, right? So they produced over 200,000 vehicles, and they did over $800 million in their energy business. So all my Tesla folks and my Tesla enthusiasts, I'm, I'm sure uh, when you were looking at uh, CNBC after hours and saw the stock go up, salute to you. Hopefully it can be on an uptrend. I told you, um, yep. <laughs> I told you so. Tomorrow, damn, half of my portfolio is going to be reporting. So uh, UPS, Apple will be reporting. AMD will be reporting. Microsoft, Visa, Teladoc, Google, Raytheon, and the company you spoke about, uh, 3M, um, when we were tying it into to Apple byproducts, uh, they'll be reporting. On Wednesday, Boeing, Shopify, Facebook, PayPal, ServiceNow, McDonald's. And on Thursday, my company, my company, my company, Amazon will be reporting earnings. Uh, and they were obviously in the news today um, with those uh, Bitcoin talks. Um, they later have denied uh, that they were getting involved in Bitcoin this year. I'm going to put a quotation around this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did put out uh, a search for somebody to be an executive in the crypto uh, digital currency uh, space. So they, they put out a, a posting for a uh, digital currency executive and that sparked rumors. Obviously, we saw Bitcoin run up to 40,000 is peeled back. I think when I last checked before we started Market Monday, it was at 37,000. So they'll be reporting on Thursday uh, as well as Twilio. And you mentioned them. You said top three cloud services. You had Amazon. You said Twilio. And uh, I have Skyworks in there. I'm not sure if people have been paying attention to Skyworks and SMEs. Uh, It's a company to keep an eye on. And then Friday, we got P&G and Caterpillar. Um, So 
those are, I mean, it's a huge, huge, huge earnings week. Uh, so those are the companies uh, that are, that we're looking at for sure. And obviously, like I said, majority of my portfolio will be reporting this week. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. One last gem. Put yes in chat if you guys have heard of a FICO score. Have you looked at investing in the company FICO itself, the stock? Look at the chain, dig deep. Whenever a shot hits you with a, well, yeah, he ready to go. So I'm not going to keep you out too much longer. Talk, talk, Talk about that. Talk about the FICO. I never heard about that situation. Talk about that. Because, I mean, if you look at FICO, any tool that measures and tracks how Americans are spending and because credit scores are really a debt analysis tool. Um, right now, FICO is at 539, but during last year, it got to a low of 186. So with housing going crazy, spending going crazy, Visa doing well, who, who determines if you get a credit card or any kind of credit lent out to you? Fair housing, for Isaac Corporation, oh, excuse me, is a big component of that. So if they are the ones that are dictating who will get lines of credit, you probably should invest in the person or the entity that is allowing people to get these credit lines and credit cards and uh, mortgages and things of that nature. So if you look back five years ago, the stock was at 109.77. It's at 530.994 now. Probably in three years, it'll be a 783. I don't want you guys to be like, yo, it's too expensive. But when, when it hits 1,000, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I would have got into it. So look at FICO especially when the economy is booming, that is a nice stock to invest in when the American so economy is rising. FICO is the... A FICO? FICO to take it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. they're paying as the premium, I'm assuming, for that. But but yeah, look at yeah. it. Put that on your watch list, FICO. Real quick, Ian, I'm going to give an ETF that I've been watching uh, kind of silently. I haven't told you about this one. I haven't told Shari about this one. I IETC. Quick thoughts. I don't like the volume, but uh, the growth has been pretty good. It obviously has amazing holdings. Amazon. Growth is great. Yeah. Um, you find Microsoft, cheap, Apple, Amazon. Gotta write that down. Yeah. IATC is great. Yeah. And some of you have been asking for NVIDIA at 175.04 and Square 202.52. But IATC is a... Uh... Damn, you found a sleeper for real. 57. Yeah, I think... That what SPLG that was mentioned, what, two weeks ago? That's a good... That's a good tandem. Shh. Everybody here. Shh. Okay. Keep good it on tandem. your list. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. FICO, that was an interesting. That was interesting. I got to earn my keep, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know keep my, I can't be screaming Apple and Microsoft every week. It's not good for the replay value. So those who stay to the end, I appreciate you. Throw you a little uh, lob. I love y'all. <laughs> Somebody said the game winner. Fade away. Yeah, Fade big Giannis. Away. Trade Hova, yeah, two stock Shakur. Y'all nicknames to me is crazy. I love y'all. That's a new one. I like that. Yeah, two stock Shakur. I was like, that's hard. Who, whoever came up with that DM me, I owe you some money for that one. That's, that's gotta be a new hashtag. Yeah. That has to be a new hashtag. That is a fact, man. Yeah, that FICO situation is interesting because so many people's in debt and that's not going anywhere. And you know, At all. that whole situation. So hmm. Interesting. Some homework to do for Am I impressed you? Oh, shit. Well, boy, <laughs> <laughs> Fresh off the flight, too. You know, Shadi don't like nothing. 
Giannis put up 50. I ain't seen no text from him. He's like, yeah, they won. I'm like, damn, boy, put up 50. <laughs> what else she need to do? Damn. Nah, 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 he put up a, that was a 50 piece. Uh, yeah. 50 piece. Oh, man. man, that was last week. This yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't said yeah. nothing in the group text about it. Oh, yeah, they won. The cool. uh, like, <laughs> shout out to Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Milwaukee. Oh, man. Now, Jaleel, Jaleel said that, too. He's like, yo, he's like, I'll be coming over. He's like, yo, Troy be so excited, but I'll be like, uh, all right, it's good. Yeah, I'll be like, man, Hovia <laughs> and Drake about to drop an album. He's like, I don't know if it's gonna be yeah. good. I'm like, bruh. Oh man, nah, nah, I appreciate it. Don't man. worry, I got y'all. I, I got y'all. I always appreciate all of the information, man. It's it's just top tier, top tier, Definitely. top level, man. Thank everybody for um your continued support, Market Mondays. Make sure Absolutely. you uh tell a friend. To tell a friend, um, let us know, you know, how we can possibly improve the show. Like I said, we're thinking about some, uh, you know, different ways just to make it, you know, a little bit more entertaining if we can and different things like that. We're always looking to improve everything that we do. So always open to feedback, different guests that you might want to see on the show. Um, let us know. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, just keep keep spreading the word, keep liking the video, subscribe to the podcast, do that, yes. like yes. the videos on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, write a review, and share give it. a five star rating. Yeah, share it, share it, five, share it. Five star rating. EYL Network, yo. That's a we fact. need to do yeah, Mondays live soon, maybe. Oh yeah, we could do that. Hmm. We got a whole, this, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. couple of this ideas live, or something. The live event space is just opening up, so. Invest Fest is the is the first thing, but you know, outside of that, we got other stuff that yeah, yeah we had some pre preliminary talks this afternoon. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> we don't stop. Yo, I gotta say this before we go, man. Obviously, I said it in the beginning, but this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial services company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider for both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money uh, so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter to you. Shout out to the good folks of Ally, uh, official sponsor of, of Market Mondays, man. Somebody stock was killing too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They reported last week too. Yeah. Somebody said Rashad's only impressed by snow. <laughs> The, yeah, the the those two. Yo, the album is fire too. <laughs> nah, the album is fire. That's about it. The album is fire. I can't front. Yo, she's bring snow on the show. Snow and Dykeman. You got to bring snow to Dykeman, actually. They they said that she might be this this generation Sade. It's interesting because that's the two albums that we had up there. Not that we were comparing or yeah. I was comparing, but it, I mean, that's a fair. She has that type of that vibe. Like it's, it's a just, good vibe. It's very soulful. Yeah, her album is crazy. Very, very soulful. Yeah. Did you, uh, listen to, you listen to that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I definitely. I got it in my playlist. Um, <laughs> once again, Invest Fest. I cannot stress this enough. Make sure you guys uh, tap in. We have Hill Harper, MG the Mortgage Guy, Miss Business, EYL, 19 Keys, Jim Jones, David Shan, Fabulous, uh, Ash Cash, uh, Kizia, uh, Kiana Watson, John Henry, Wall Street Trapper, Ronnie Brown, and of course, Ian Dunlap will all be present. And that's that's the first wave. We have some big names that we're going to be announcing in the next week or two. Um, so make sure you guys come to InvestFest. It's in Atlanta. 
and uh, August 27th to August 29th. I know there's a lot of excitement around it. Yeah. Um, make sure you come, man. We got we gonna have some more surprises for you. I, I, yeah. Don't don't wait. Like you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe it. Yeah. They announced who? They, we, you know the model. You don't know who we know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Shut up. <laughs> we we done proven it time after time. You don't know who we know. Good. Gonna be and good, at man. this rate, looking forward to it. off the table. I'm looking forward to it, man. I will uh, say for those of you who are joining, one little quick tip: come and everyone that you meet, ask how, how can you help them. You'll see me even doing it on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Every person I meet, hey, can I help you invest for free? Like. That when you go to conferences, that is the blueprint because you can build a network of five, six hundred people over a weekend. If you come in and try and help, let's say you help 500 people, maybe 30 may have an opportunity for you, but five are really going to come through. But those other people that you help is going to build your book of business on the back end. Like I'm telling you, come prepared to help. And then if you're looking to have like a financial levy moved in your favor, that is the way to do it. That is the way to do who are, it. Who are you? Don't give me a political answer, but out of those people, who are you most excited to to see? Who are you looking um, for? To be honest, Trap, Keys, and, and John Henry, because those are always the three. Like, I talked to 19 earlier. Like, he like, I, I ain't going to hold you long. I'm going to talk all day. Because he's one of the people that, like, pushes and inspires. And even, like, seeing you, Trap, like, having to, like, I'm breaking out of my like number eight Kobe and moving into my 24 Kobe, trying to be more personable. Cause it can't just be about the craft. Like a good thing I heard Shaq say was like, when you focus just on a task, you sometimes can deteriorate the relationship. But if you focus on the relationship first, it's easier to get the task done. So um, John, I love dearly trap. He always pushes and then 19. He's, you know, he different. Like he, he, he like works to find out. I mean, he go in a different zone and blackout. And I'm like, Damn, I'm just honored to keep up. So, but I'm gonna be out there shaking hands and but you know, even to sit like talk to Ash Cash, like his energy, he's underrated as hell. Uh to be around Matt, like I'm happy to be there and in person. And then, you know, all the people that, that'll be there and network, but I'm gonna be networking my ass off. I'll be there all day, setting up Ooh. booths and everything. I'm gonna be there early. Everybody <laughs> who got a booth, I'm gonna come. Red Panda, Red Panda booth. Red Panda booth. And Definitely if you guys it. don't get booths, I'll get 10 and be a hey, <laughs> nah, trash. Shout out to all the guys too, man. That just shows yeah. like, you know, uh Neo hit like yo, how can I get a booth? Yep. Uh yeah. Wall Street Trapper, like yo, I want a trapper's booth. Ian yeah. want a booth. So yeah, that just goes to show, like, you know, never too proud or never too big to um take an opportunity. You know, got thousands of people there. It's like, why yeah, not? Gonna have merch there, and we're gonna have some stock bonus gives away inside the merch. Like, we're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell I'm coming on to put it on the show. Like show, 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 and being there taking notes too. So, yeah, nah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it, man. Make sure you guys check out the episode tomorrow with my boy Stick Watts. Very important, powerful, as powerful. I said. Um, that episode is one of like you know one of these episodes I really like when I do when we do um, hometown heroes. He took us on a tour of Watts. Um, gave us a, a whole tour. Took us to Grape Street. <laughs> took us to <laughs> yeah, all of that. <laughs> yeah. we, we were with the right guy though yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always gotta be with the right people yeah. that's very important that's a valuable lesson we've learned yeah, yeah. We, we, we'll go anyway as long as we got the right people with us shout out oh, oh yeah yeah you, you know you know him yeah he saw he in red panda he i ain't gonna tell his bit but incredible investor i'll say that like he got in yeah, yeah, like yeah he's dope home run his school his, his school is amazing yeah 
His school's amazing, man. So shout out to shout out to everybody out there in California, man. Um, and shout out to everybody on in uh, Jamaica also, man. That was Ooh, that's, that's, I'm still I'm still very you know impressed by double FOMO. Man, <laughs> yeah, Jamaica, man. We yeah. gotta go. Well, next time, next time we go, man. We'll be back for sure. <laughs> we'll be back for sure. It was one of those uh I can't say bucklers. It was like a life fulfilled journey was like completed. I mean, even, right even to have that Mark yeah. and Mondays clip went viral. Um crazy. with Sham. That's crazy. Yeah. That went viral on the internet. Um, so to have Usain Bolt uh and Shams on Market Mondays, <laughs> like I said, I don't know how he remembered that that gym that he dropped, but that was like all time classic He's an artist, artist. Like even that, 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 and that's a good lesson. Like I would love to talk to him about that more. Like to have a moment and eat up all the space. He had the best moment of the night, and Usain was right there. Like that's <laughs> rare to like. Yo, you get ten yeah. seconds, steal the scene. Yeah. That is an art. Like gotta be, so, gotta be ready. Once he was ready. Going back yeah, to the elevator pitch. Going, going back yep. to yeah. you know what I'm saying. You never know um, when you'll have an opportunity. And when you do have an opportunity, it's important to see strike. The yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did that all day. That was him all day. Like we, we did an episode. We went back to his neighborhood. Uh, we shot a little promo for the episode. That's all, like, he's ready to go at all times. 10 o'clock, we met him in the lobby and we were with him till nine o'clock. And then we saw him. He went to a party after he left us. We were still doing market Mondays. He was at a party. I'm like, shout oh, you Shem. couldn't just wait for us? Shout, shout out to Shem. Shout out to Shem. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to uh, Sherlock Crescent. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kingston. Shout out to Jamaica, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Ian, uh, you, you got anything you want to say? I love anything? y'all. Uh, t- tell me what, what was your favorite part of the episode. Everybody can put it in chat and we can wrap up. So Rashad can go to uh, hop in the car and go play snow. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the presentation, but you go check on your family, talk to your friends. That matters most because never once at a funeral that I've attended have I thought about KPIs, businesses, stocks, marketing. None of that shit matters. Um, yeah. You're praying and your family's crying. Like, go talk to them, please. I'm gonna leave it on a. I'm gonna leave it on a, a Drake quote. I was listening to it on um, the plane. Um, powerful quote. He said, uh, "May your may your neighbors respect you, trouble neglect you." Angels protect you and heaven accept you. Uh, so we'll leave you on that. Love is love, y'all. We'll see y'all on Wednesday. Peace. Peace. Hey, love y'all. Tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow too, on episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. Government contracting yeah. on YouTube. A class for government contracting. Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Make sure you tap in. All right, y'all. Love is love. Peace. Yeah. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.